Welcome all newcomers, returning people. Just welcome everyone. Week four. Week four, coming out of week three, leading into week four, an interesting week three. It's going to be... To say the least. To say the least, yeah. It's going to be an interesting week four. It's been an interesting season. Thus Not far. that there's much to judge. Uh, we are for the fan, brought to you by PWP Nation. Nation. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Maybe they have a MySpace. Maybe that would be if you have that. Uh, follow us. On you think they have a Quizlet? Social medias. <laughs> um, Instagram and Twitter. At, Handle is at, at we, are we are for the, the fan. For the fan. Uh, email us any comments, questions, uh, proclamations, declarations. Or message us on those social medias yeah. as well. We yeah. are email completely us. We are for, for the feedback. Yeah. Any interesting ideas anyone has, any dislikes, likes, please let us know. Mid-likes, half, 50-50. Um, I'm Will. I'm Dom. That's important. And then we have, intern as always, Joe. Intern Joe. Hi, Joe. Say hello, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Joe says hi, Joe. Um, so just like Every... all three <laughs> of our episodes before this, we are going to start with the headlines between week three, week four. And review every review game. Review our week three games and head into predicting our week four games. And once again, talking about predictions. How you doing? We are. What is it currently? Oh, we're tied twenty five to twenty five. So Will has a chance at taking the lead for the first time ever this coming week. So you're telling me there's a chance? There's a, oh, there's always a chance. Um. And this is the first week we have bye weeks, week four. So yeah. that's also sad something. Um, so right on in. Well, let's start out with the news here. Uh, headlines yet yeah. again. I think this is like what the fourth got? straight podcast with Le'Veon Bell being the number one story. Le'Veon Bell, the Steelers want to move on from him because they see uh, James Conner and Stephen Ridley as more favorable options. So what did they? Their their teams are inquiring about him. I know the Jets have inquired about him. Apparently, the, are the Eagles. Open to that, right? Apparently, the Eagles are like a dark horse team that hmm. you know, just kind of an under the radar team that could pick him up. But I don't see why they would pick him up. But if there's anything we've learned from the last off season, sometimes front runners don't don't really get the. Oh, Jets. Okay. Don't get the. Uh... <laughs> so with the. <laughs> don't get the player. With uh, the Le'Veon Bell situation, whichever team picks him up has to have at least $10 million open for the 2018 season to let, to get him on the team. Yeah. And then from there, they cannot sign him to an extension till after that team season is like completely over. So, mm-hmm. you know. Whether it be in the playoffs or after week 17. Yeah, it doesn't matter when. But hey, what team do you think is favored to landing Bell? I just like give you me your said, give me your three give me your three 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 two one okay all right just like you all said the, teams. the Jets is always an option because the Jets they're a team with the room they have the money they have the room they're not a team like the like the Cardinals who you know where that needed that need is filled there yeah. in that position with David Johnson the Jets could use that Palau Powell's getting older yeah he's thirty thirty one. 30-31. Isaiah Crowell is... I mean, you know, he's not bad. He's not bad. But no one is really Le'Veon Bell. We, we've we seen some impressive rushers this, you know, thus far in the league. Yeah. 
but still, Le'Veon Bell is Le'Veon Bell. He's a high, he has a high value. You know, he can. So he's honestly the all around running back receiver. You can pay him whatever. He could play any position. Yeah, and and uh, in the upcoming weeks, look for teams that might have injuries and they're running, they're rushing uh, attack attack core core, and they might make a move. Maybe you know because. Once again, Will said they need $10 million, and Le'Veon, they don't have to sign Le'Veon. They can just have him for the rest of the season. Maybe if he's – this is this might be a buffer season for him on a team. He might help a team maybe into the playoffs or something. So we'll see. There's stuff to look forward to. Do they have to trade him before the, t- the Week 10? Is that like a thing? I mean, like if they don't trade him, he's just kind of there. He is, but like – because I know yeah, he just doesn't there's play. that contract thing going yeah, on. Yeah, he just doesn't play. Can he not play anywhere? He can't play anywhere. So this so trade, if he doesn't well, get if he doesn't I mean it get, doesn't matter because of the deadline. Unless they take but, away unless they take away the franchise tender that there he can't play yeah. anywhere. Interesting. Or if they trade him and then they trade away they trade the franchise tender with him. Yeah. Interesting. Um well what hmm. do you think? Well, I, I mean, know you're thinking the Jets. Just I know I'm as thinking well. the Jets because hey, you you can trade away, you know, Bilal Powell, Isaiah Crowell. You could trade them away because the Sears are going to want another running back in return. You get Bell, you trade them. You know, they don't even have a second round pick. I don't know if you would want to trade the first, but like if you really are committed to really making Sam Darnold this quarterback that's supposed to run the AFC East for the next decade or two. You got to give him some weapons. Although the offensive line's just not—it's not even there. There's no offensive line. He was eaten up against the Browns. Mm-hmm. It, so and they it, have the room. They—they they, they they have, have they the have room. the room. They have twenty million dollars. I don't know how much they have. I think they have like twenty million right now. They could just throw. You know, they could bring him in. And, and all he's that. always been in the back, like of everyone's mind for Le'Veon. It's always been yeah, kind of the Jets Le'Veon. As well, Le'Veon grew up as a Jet fan. I mean, yeah, he exactly. tweeted during the AFC title game when it was Jet Steelers. Man, I want the Jets to win because I hate the Steelers. Yeah, look at yeah, hey, he, he could he could play for his favorite team. He he wore green. He wore green college, Michigan State. It's almost I mean, a long time coming. If it were if it were to happen, if it you know if it were to happen, I once mean, again the Jets have. You can say may or may not have dropped the ball in some signings in the past, the past year, but I mean, you know, once again, it's another situation where we'll see. What happens? We'll see where he goes. If he goes, and what happens? Yeah, and you could be looking at Indianapolis, who has you know a very young running back core, but they Frank could still Gore bring gone in. Now. Frank Gore is gone. You have I think Marlon Mack. I don't know who the other people are, but yeah. you just have these young guys that like, you know, you can't really do. San Fran. Well, I mean San I, you Fran. You have that. San Fran. You have Jarrett McKinnon, who's on IR. You have Breida. You have Morris. Yeah. I mean Morris probably won't be there after this year. I mean I only said that because of thinking about McKinnon, but. Once again, Brita's Yeah. You showing, could possibly be you could right possibly now. be looking at Oakland. Like there's a lot of teams yeah. that you know you don't know, like, oh hey, they're gonna trade for them. This like, isn't the end of Le'Veon's career. He obviously a, has a future, so he has a future as long team as he, he goes to, there is a future in the league for Le'Veon Bell. As long as he's healthy, then there is nothing to worry about for Le'Veon. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely nothing. Other than money, but if you have the room, you have the room, you do it. You yep, make the it room, happen. you do it. But the thing is, he wants to be paid like a wide receiver, so he's going to want like, you know, $17 million, And that's like totally out of the range for. That's well, not, he's, it's not if, out of the range, but if you're he's still. playing top tier every year still. It might not be out of question. He could do it all. He could run the. He could. He could. Ca- yeah. He could catch the ball. He could rush the ball. He could probably pass the ball. He could play offensive line for all we know. Yeah, dude. I, dude I, we six could one. see this, you know, 
players always want to be paid more in certain positions and whatnot, but he could be leading leading some future running backs into wanting to be paid more. Maybe this position will see it as a higher paid position. So, yeah, I mean, that it's it's going to be interesting. So Now we're going to be going to Minnesota where Everson yeah, you, Griffin— Yeah, this is all you. Tell me about Everson this. Griffin is—it's it, it, a very weird situation— no one knew. I didn't know that he was inactive on. I think he was inactive on Sunday, but apparently he tried breaking into a teammate's house. His fiance called the cops on him and all that, and he was just in the hospital getting all these like mental checkups. I don't know if they're checkups, just like evaluations mm-hmm. and such. But Mike Zimmer said there's nothing to worry about. But like, apparently he's breaking in your own teammates' houses. That's a big red flag, and it's gonna be weird to see like, oh. What can happen? Intern Joe sleeping over there. He's out. We've already had a long day, so I don't blame him. It's already a long day. We've been up um, since like 7. So, uh... Well, that's not even early for some people. It's not early. It's like early, early for like, us. Maybe. It's early for us. I mean, you've got to worry about him because yeah. like now people are going to be like, oh, the link between concussions is now leading to this and that. Like This is something you got to look at for the next, you know... There might few weeks. There not, might need to be a conversation had. I know here. he. I know he. I think I'm pretty sure he signed an extension just recently, within the last like year. But and this is part of the Vikings' top tier. He's the defense. he's the best pass rusher on the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. So, you have Linville Joseph. You have Everson Griffin. I don't think Brian Robinson's there anymore. But if he is, so, then hey, he's there. This is a big deal. This is gonna develop. We'll get you those developments as it happens. Obviously, podcast to podcast. Um. So this is something else to keep close watch on. Um, so moving forward, what else? Oh, oh, we have the this flag. Is, this is a controversy here. We have a flag, is that what you said? We have a flag. <laughs> I mean, we've eventually had maybe we'll get a too flag. many flags. Um, so this is a big deal. Uh, roughing the passer has we've watched it been called a lot, maybe more than other years. Um, I mean, They're they kind of cracking the rule, down on it. You can't you can't fall on a quarterback as a pass rusher with your weight. But then there's like gray areas. There's Clay Matthews who's oh, Clay not Matthews. happy about this whatsoever. So I mean, it's interesting how this is gonna go. I'm looking for my computer bag. <laughs> Will's looking for his computer bag and can't find it. Oh, I found it. Oh, he found it. Underneath uh, Joe's inflation suit. Oh yeah. <laughs> his sumo suit. Halloween <laughs> preparation. Um, so, you know, Clay Matthews is kind of the one speaking out about this. He's not happy. He's been called. It's been every week so far. He's it, been called. It literally cost the Vikings the game. No, it didn't cost the Vikings. It the cost Vikings, the Packers yeah, the, the game because he because he hit. Here, Kirk Cousins, and I mean, although the ball was out after that, but it's still, you know, the pass rusher still has to do what he has to do. It's it's, it's holding it's them instinct. back a little it's bit. An, it's and an instinctual. They're thing. going right into a season after some for some people like Clay Matthews playing his whole career a certain way, and then just expected to change right into another season. I mean, he's not happy. Like I said, you know, other players aren't happy. It's interesting because these are rules where the players don't agree with. So, will they sustain these rules or will they, you know? There's always pros and cons here because of all the safety protocol. Yeah, you got you know? to look at this too. So, 
Clay Matthews hit Kirk Cousins as the ball was going out, which is still legal if it was last season. It was still a legal hit. And but it's legal on any other player. Looking, but if you look at it right now, he sacked Alex Smith, and Alex Smith had the ball. So he could still put his body weight on him. I know you're trying to protect the quarterback and all that, but Play you're, football. You're, hurting other, you're hurting other players and you're costing teams a lot of penalty yards for a way that they've been training since they're, what, 8, 9, 10 years old? They, since and then you have, you have players that are quarterbacks that are rushing the ball. You have Cam Newton, who's obviously not afraid to take hits, who's probably fine without this rule, who probably is like, you know, let's play some football. We don't need this rule kind of thing. You know? Alex Smith even said that he thinks the call was a BS. So it's it's another thing to look at, you know, especially coming out of this season, maybe what they're going to do. Maybe refs might be more lenient on it. Who knows? We all have to wait till but, next season to you know, see if they're doing anything. We'll see how this goes. So we have um, oh, this is so, some football you know news. Some Kramer and Storm are the first female commentary team, and they're going to debut for Amazon Prime for the next 11 Thursday night games. Starting tomorrow night, the twenty seventh of September. So what this means is, if Vikings you don't have cable, Rams, you if you don't still... have cable, how you would watch this is Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, you or have Amazon Prime, but you still have everything else. You know, streaming. you have PlayStation, Hue, View, whatever. You, what are you have a lot of. There's there. a lot of streaming. But commentators, these commentators, this is. Um, it's, it's it's a step in a direction where females or women are you know they're sports. they're getting they're getting more exposure instead of you know just a two do commentary team. Yeah, so I mean, that's interesting. That's a headline for sure. It is a headline. Um, and when does that start again? That starts. This it starts tomorrow. It starts Thursday tomorrow, the twenty seventh, in Minnesota. At no, it's in Minnesota. It's in well, LA. Yeah, in that game. Yeah, we'll be at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings watching yes, that game. We will. Um, moving on. This Baker, is some Baker fun. Mayfield and Josh Rosen are gonna get their first career starts after being in their selected games last week. During such a a weird period, fun draft kind of. It, it really, was a fun draft. Um, so that's that's fun. It so, leaves just Lamar yeah. Jackson as the last quarterback that hasn't started. But I don't think Lamar Jackson. Could but he's start. taking reps too. So he, he's, he's been taking, out there. He's been. It's he's not been like starting. he's just a backup. He's doing. He's putting. He's, in some he's work running as well. it. He's blocking. I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't caught a ball yet. But well, we're looking at that. And, and then, also uh, our weekly. Our weekly, well, now oh. weekly because now it's now it's almost the it's thing. It's a weekly watch. Uh, Khalil Max stats versus the Raiders defense stats. This really puts into perspective what the Raiders did here in trading him away and how beneficial this is for Chicago. So tell us, so bring the, us these. So these the Raiders stats. zero wins, three sacks, one forced fumble, zero fumble recoveries, one interception, and no touchdowns. For the entire Raiders defense. And now we're going to go to Khalil Mack. Two wins, four sacks, three forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, one interception, one touchdown. Looks like my is defensive that... player of the year this. selection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So in every category here, wins, sacks, forced fumbles, fumble recoveries, interceptions, touchdowns. He he literally has a better stat in each of those categories or the same stat. In most of them, better. So, I mean, this man alone... He is was, a defense. He was obviously the lifeblood of the Raiders' defense, and with him gone, the Raiders need someone to step up, someone to start moving momentum in the Raiders' you know direction. And uh, I mean, they're they still need trying to, to find the out. pass rusher. John Gruden said it's very hard to find a pass rusher in this league. I mean, hey, it's not like you, you had, had one. You had one, and then you got rid of him. Yeah. So um, 
moving right into last week's week three matchups, starting with Will's dreaded Thursday night matchup, one he is not happy about talking about, the New York Jets losing in Cleveland 21-17. Before you talk, let me just say, who isn't happy about this? Other than Jets fans and other than fans in that division, you have to be happy for Cleveland. They This is the first time they've won at home in a long time. They opened the vending machines for fans, fridges. fans, fridges, vending machines. Yeah, yeah, they are fridges. The Bud Light fridges and fans were going wild. Fans were happy. I mean, this is a Super Bowl in itself for Cleveland fans. And hopefully it's something to look forward to for Cleveland fans. Baker was out there and everything. He starts this coming week, week four. Will, take it away. Talk about this game. All right. Uh, where do I start? I mean, the first half for the Jets looked absolutely phenomenal. Their defense looked like the Rex Ryan defense of 2010. They were they were going after Tyrod. They were literally causing these pass breakups, not letting the Browns do anything. And it was it was honestly like enjoyable to watch. You had a crawl who had two touchdowns and then wiped his wiped his bum with the football and chucked it into the crowd. And everyone says that's when the difference maker happened. But I kind of need to go against that and say the difference maker was when Tyrod got hurt and Baker Mayfield made his debut. Because the Jets were not ready to face Tyrod, and no team's ready to face a backup quarterback nonetheless. And as a Jet fan, the Browns played better than the Jets. They outplayed the Jets in every category. They had the heart. They had the motivation to want to win. The Jets honestly thought 14 points was enough, and they were terribly wrong. There's Jeff fans that are out there saying, oh, you got to bench Sam Darnold. It's all Sam Darnold's fault. I mean, it's not really Sam Darnold's fault. You have Jeremy Bates, who's a numbnut. He doesn't, I understand he wasn't in the league for a few years, and he comes back, and everyone's like, oh, hey, hey, we have Jeremy Bates. That's cool. And we had, I think, I forgot who the offensive coordinator was for the Jets last year, but the the guy last year made Josh McCown look like a Pro Bowl quarterback. He had 17 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. McCown had some really good games. He shined a lot. Robbie Anderson even shined. And you bring in Jeremy Bates, who had, you know, week one was, you know, kind of like a Met season. And then it gets consoled per KFC Barstool. Just consoled the season. And, it, you know, I have to give props to Cleveland. I can't say that, you know, the what ifs, the what that, like, I can't say, like, oh, hey, if this happened, you know, the Jets would have won or that happened. No, I'm just looking at it right in the face. And the Jets lost to poor coach calling. And I know Casey, the defensive coordinator, got some stuff stripped from him. So Todd Bowles would be calling on fourth downs, hurry ups and all that. I mean, hey, we'll kind of see what the Jets can do for, you know, the rest of the season. Welcome back, Tom. Um, so what do we have an update on Tarad's injury? Um. No, all I know is Baker Mayfield starting. And that's it, huh? Right yeah. there, cut and dry. So once again, the Jets lost to Cleveland at home. Well, Cleveland was at home 21-17. to Moving on, Oakland, we're at the 1 o'clock games here. Oakland in Miami, 28-20. Uh, 
the Raiders just looked phenomenal in that first quarter. Jordy Nelson looked like, hey, he had Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, but it was just Derek Carr. Yeah, I mean, there was Derek Carr actually kind of like did some stuff here. I mean, maybe it was Jordy Nelson who had a day. I mean, Jordy Nelson had 130 yards in the first seven minutes of the game. End of the game, 170 yards and a touchdown. I mean, he had some breakout breakout plays. I mean, the first play, you had 70 yards down the field. Um, John Gruden. I mean, we have to talk about John Gruden here. He likes going for it on fourth down when he has the lead. And every time he's gone for it on fourth down with the lead, they end up losing the game. He's a risky guy here. You're talking about the dude I know you're a risky that guy. sailed away, Khalil Mack. If you're in field goal range and you can get the three points, take the three points because literally just those three points can help you with really any situation. Yeah. There is. Um, uh, Dolphins defense. The Dolphins good. defense. Really good. I know. Willie Hayes, he tore his ACL with, of course, that sack roll. He, and he planted his foot down trying to catch himself, and he just tore his ACL while trying not to fall on to Mac. Yeah, Jared Cook, you know. He's always a guy to watch. He's yeah, a top I mean, five receiving right now. I don't think anyone really kind of expected him to play so well. So, uh, once again, if you have him in fantasy, maybe he's something to consider. If you need tight ends, maybe he's something to consider. Trade Flex, for him. Anything, trade for him. Maybe, possibly. Maybe not yet. But so far, first three weeks, he's consistently doing very well. He seems to be, other than the running backs, Derek Carr's favorite target. He's putting in the work. He's he's looking very good. He no one really expected that. Marshawn. Marshawn Lynch. Still kicking. Still running. He's doing his thing. Beast beast mode. Beast mode. Dolphins offense. They looked good as well. Yeah. Akeem um, Spence was ejected after. Oh, yeah. After hit a battle oh, with yeah. the left guard and benches were cleared. It was like a baseball fight. but That was interesting. But he was he, he ripped the helmet off. The I think guy. pretty sure he ripped yeah, the helmet off why. the guy, and then that you know he got ejected, even though he wasn't really throwing any oh, punches. This was so exciting. This was fun. The Albert Wilson high five. Yeah, this they, was the, so end, great. the end around the Albert Albert Wilson. I mean, for Kansas City, that's a loss, but they've honestly like just like I, how much covered did them. they really lose there? I mean, Albert yeah. Wilson's one quick dude. You that can't was stop him. Miami's gain, not even Kansas City's loss. You know, um, so that's that. That's really the whole thing right there. Yeah, that's that, is, that, that's that, that game right lot. there. Miami is 3-0. They're leading the division. They're in front of Buffalo, the Jets, and the Patriots. The, when all three of those teams are 1-2 and two right now. it's Yeah, they all have the same amount of wins as Miami alone. Miami going into the next week. We'll see. Who do they play this coming week? We're not even at those predictions yet. <laughs> I mean, we'll eventually get there. We'll get there. I, I couldn't. There's too many... Let's just move on. I have no idea who they play. I forget. Uh, Cincinnati, Carolina. Cincinnati lost 28-21. This was Cincinnati's another team that maybe we didn't see doing so well this year. And they come in and First they, loss. they've looked well this year. I mean, this is a close loss. You know, it's close to, you know, there's it's only one touchdown difference here. Uh, but Carolina's Carolina. They played very well. Four interceptions off of four Andy Dalton. But it's Andy Dalton. So that, it's... Well, that might have been the deciding factor right there. You know, those are four opportunities that Andy Dalton doesn't have to score. Bernard, though, scoring without Mixon since Mixon. Mixon's out two to four weeks. 
AJ Green. AJ Green fell on his head in the end zone early on, and I thought like he just concussed himself because he yeah. went and caught it and just smashed his. I mean, he, he face. He scored the touchdown, right? I don't think he scored the touchdown. I don't. I don't, I don't even was remember. it called I back? I think yeah, it might have been called, called back. back. So that really that was rough. And then uh, later on, he hurt his calf later on in the game, and he w- had, didn't Do we return. We have a timeline on his injury. Um. I think Marvin Lewis said there he expects him to play this week unless okay. anything happens. So maybe that's not that big of a deal. But he was hurt during that game. He did go out during that game. That might have been a deciding factor for Cincinnati. McCaffrey though, 180 McCaffrey, yards. McCaffrey, I'm pretty. He's top five right now rushing in the league. Maybe because of this game. Alone. McCaffrey had a day. Yes. Uh, C.J. Anderson also he scored a touchdown. Yeah, C.J. Anderson. He's he's reviving. Most uh, most running backs that leave Denver don't really survive much longer in the league. Yeah, I mean, but he's he's doing well. Cam, being Cam, being the most Cam Cam's been, um, I believe he... Uh, 57 rushing touchdowns in his career, the most by a running back. And he had two rush touchdowns in that game alone. Yeah. I think he's had a rush touchdown every game so far this season. If not, he just recovered with two, uh, get, two yeah. this game. I mean, come on. Devin so, Funches also had a nice little... Yeah, Devin Funches... He, he was just all over that one He had one a drive. slow start of the season in the first two weeks, but week three, he did have a very nice drive. Now, we're going on That's into that. Philly. Philly, Philly. Yeah, this was also a close one. Eagles won the 20-16 to, to the Colts. This time, Carson in home, starting... The Ginger Jesus, as some Eagles call him. Um... He did have a touchdown on his first drive. His first drive, he kind of got those jitters out early. You know, yeah. he scored. He looked really. He, he moving, looked good. He was moving really well. He's moving good, but he's not. Know. He's not running out of the pocket yet. You know. Well, no, I saw him. He did. He did run and create a first down for himself. He's not the Carson that you know we saw before the injury, but you know he's probably not one hundred percent with that he knee. He doesn't yet. look one hundred percent yet. But he looks good enough to play. He was intercepted. I know that. Goddard. But it is what yeah. it is. Goddard had his first touchdown, rookie, t- uh, tight end. Yeah, he Wendell good. Smallwood putting up those yards. Yeah, with Jay out the last week, and I don't believe he's supposed to be out this week. I think he's active this week, or at least questionable. Jay Train? Yeah. Um, They are looking for him and Sproles to return to the lineup yeah, against so, the Titans. So they should be active this week, right back in it. He'll help, They will help out Carson. Um, Grant on the Colts had yep. a very nice touchdown. He the looked corner. very well, like very good that game. Yeah. Uh, the this was but, a, the weird yeah. the weirdest thing. The last play of the game, the cameras cut the Jacoby Brissett running onto the field. So I thought, oh no, Luck got hurt. The Colts are not confident in Andrew Luck throwing that deep ball yet. Not yet. Not and after that, that puts surgery. the question: like, is Andrew Luck fully there yet? Because he hasn't yeah. really looked that hot this season yet. Do the Colts trust him? To be out there 100%. Throwing throwing a 60-yard pass, you're not confident in his arm strength. Is he being out there maybe holding back the Colts a little bit when it comes is to that the deep why, threat? Is that why the Colts won a first-rounder for Jacoby? It could be. Jacoby's a good quarterback. It could be. He's a decent quarterback, yep. I mean, he played behind Tom Brady. I mean, not, not even Tom Brady. Nah. No, but he, was, was, he played suspension. for the Patriots during Tom Brady's suspension. Um. But either way, you know, we look at Andy, Andrew Luck and maybe, you know, maybe he's not 100% yet. But he's still out there. He's still he's still performing for his performing. team. Performing. He's still looking pretty average as far as quarterbacks right now in the league. Maybe a little bit 
towards better than average, but it's week three. We have we still plenty have of time oh, left. plenty of football to go. And also, after the game, Carson Wentz looked like he won the Masters and not a football game, dressing yeah, up in that? some green suit. I saw that, and I thought it was funny, so I had to write that down. <laughs> um, this was a fantastic game. Game of the 1 o'clock hour? Apparently, New Orleans is just going to be a fantastic game every week. The Saints play a game, and it's just the game to watch every week, apparently. I mean, they've, they have <laughs> Great done game. nothing but um, give us... Highlight games, really. Yeah, they've had a literally close games every single week. And they're putting up points, too. They are doing their thing. Breeze is playing as well as he's really ever played right now. Breaking Brett Favre's completion record in 50 less games than the retirement, out of retirement, retirement man. Do you remember the completion number? He broke 6,600? I thought it was six, maybe 6,300? Something like that. Somewhere past Something 6, in the 6,000s. Um, but he broke that record. He is literally first all-time in that category. Um, and he rushed for two touchdowns, so you don't see him holding back. He's going for it. He rushed for the touchdown to win the he game. Broke, he broke a t- – he spin-moved out of the Yeah, man. you saw that. He spin-moved that was, out that of was like – buried me in fantasy during that spin-move, by the way. I was not happy, but he is – Doing well enough to carry fantasy teams, uh, apparently. And now Dom's favorite, Calvin Ridley. Oh, yeah. Calvin Ridley. How exciting was this? Rookie, first rounder to out of Atlanta, Alabama. out of Alabama. Three touchdown passes. He was electric this game. Well, three touchdown catches. Passes. passes. Yeah, I, I, mean, I wrote passes. Same, That's same difference. Um, Three touchdown catches. The first rookie in Atlanta. He caught the ball everywhere on the field, yeah. basically. I mean, he was burning everyone. First, and, yeah, he was the first rookie since in uh, first Falcons rookie since 2006 to have three touchdown passes. Last time since who? Algie Crumbler. Crumbler catching three touchdown passes. All I remember is like the, the Jets Patriots uh, divisional round, and there oh, he yeah. is, Algie Crumbler. Crumbler. Uh, Ridley has four touchdown catches on the season, and it's last three week games. One week two. Oh. What? You said last catch was week one of a touchdown. No, no, last catch he had one touchdown catch his first. Um, and this is interesting. Say it. What is that? Ridley has four touchdown catches in three in his first three NFL games, and Julio has four touchdown catches in his, his last, last 18, 18 regular games. season games. That is... That's a, that's is brutal. Am, should I be alerted? Is it regular season games or is regular it also season. it is strictly regular yeah. season? Okay, that's interesting. I mean, Julio's doing well this season so far. He's doing all right. The first game against Philly, he was doing great. Um, so maybe he's not a worry. Maybe there's nothing to be worried about there. He can still go deep. It's just Calvin really can do it too. I mean, hey, it's and always good. Mohamed Sanu. He you was... know the. The best cornerback they're playing is facing, he's matching up on Julio. So this does give Calvin Ridley a chance to really shine. Yeah, Alvin Kamara. We got to talk about some Saints, too. Oh, Alvin yeah. Kamara, 15 catches, the Come second on. most by a running back. Alvin Kamara, you know, that was my offensive player of the year. I mean, right, come on. Bring then me also- there. Yeah, Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas 36, Michael Thomas. 36 catches in three Man. games. He passed Julio. Another Julio record. Was it in three games? Yeah, in three games. Julio had 35, 34, somewhere there. Yeah. 
And but Michael him. Thomas, he's yeah. on the pace for like an insane record like 224. season. Yeah, and he hasn't slowed down. Tevin Coleman looked good, did well in uh, Freeman's absence. What, do we have a timeline on that that injury too, Devontae? Um, I don't know. I haven't really actually heard talk about timeline for injuries for the Falcons. This is kind of an injured team, or at least an injured defense. Ricardo right Allen, now. right? Ricardo Allen torn ACL. That's a safety. Keanu Neal. Another ACL. That's a safety. And you had Deion Jones, who's also on IR. Who is like the a middle vi- linebacker. A vital, a vital yeah. part of that team. So this is, um, we'll see how the Falcons can really keep this defense up without these key players, to say the least. Uh, moving on, though. Denver in Baltimore. Baltimore won 27-14. Tell us something about this game. Uh in my other league, I picked up uh, Lindsey, that running back, and yeah. he got ejected for throwing yeah, a punch. And I was just like, of, that was of just course. Unnecessary. Only, only this would happen to me when I pick up a player. Lindsey throws a punch, gets ejected early on. That was a little... Buck Allen, yeah. Alex Collins. That, that's a very good running back tandem in the league. Yeah. They're, looking, they're looking team. really good. Baltimore is another team that we went into this season. Not Saying, not a lot of high hopes for you know yeah this you know what do we have to look at here and they're showing everyone that they are the real deal. There's nothing to be worried about in Baltimore right now. If Joe Flacco goes down, there's Lamar Jackson. They have some depth. They're doing well with their starters. They're making it happen. They're winning games. So I mean, the Baltimore offense and defense is real right now. People did not see that coming into the season. We did not see that coming into the season. I did season. not see that coming. Baltimore, 13-13 in the red zone in offense this year. Absolutely perfect. The Baltimore defense, unreal. We're also looking at Awasu, Awusu, a pick six for the Ravens. And also, Justin Tucker, just he just kicks 50-yard field goals with ease. In and, his sleep. And it's, I, I think he kicks 70-yarders in his sleep. Whew. It's practice. We talking practice? <laughs> um... That's really it for that That's game. That's it for right? that game. Now we're going to be going to Arrowhead. Oh my gosh. Okay, this game Come is ridiculous. On, dude. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is unstoppable. Unstoppable. I am so happy I went into the season saying that this man is going to be the next big deal and he's overshot that even. He's broken records already and he's just shattering the rest of the league. I mean, this guy. What do we got here? He's he's spreading around the ball, Nine. unlike rookie rookie quarterbacks. Rookie quarterbacks. Don't I mean, he's not usually... a rookie. He's a second year, but he well, also not. He doesn't have that many starts under his that's belt. That's right. That's right. He's not a rookie quarterback, but he's a first year starter, really. Um. Well, it's his first year starting, is what I'm trying to say. But usually, those those guys, not veteran quarterbacks, usually they don't spread around the ball like a veteran. And Patrick Mahomes is. Making it look easy. Is he human? Is he human? I think he was That's on Mars. That's the question, honestly. This dude, uh, holy cow. <laughs> nine touchdowns <laughs> to nine different receivers. Holy cow, I wrote, wrote that in the notes. Intern Joe, you want to slide back cow. up really quick? Yeah, yeah Dom just want to go right into talking about Patrick I Mahomes. I couldn't, I couldn't stop Patrick Mahomes. I saw holy cow, and I'm just like, oh. Holy cow. Will wrote Holy Cow in our notes, so I had to say it. Come on. It's in all caps. Also, we have to look at the other quarterback. Jimmy G planted his foot and just doesn't need literally 
that was not that potatoes. was not easy to look at. That was disgusting to look at. And also going from you know a torn ACL, we're looking at Richard Sherman, and he's doing what he does. He, he's a, still the lockdown corner. Yeah, look still at the him. lockdown corner. That doesn't he matter was. what team he's on. Apparently, Kareem, maybe matters the division, but. Kareem Hunt, two touchdowns in the first half. He always looking, looks good. Looking good. Kansas City O-line. Brita. Is that how you say it? Brita? Yeah, Brita. Brita. Brita Morris. And Alfred you know? Morris. The old Alfred Morris. Good running back tandem. Um, again. Good win. Because I didn't yeah. say this. Patrick Mahomes. How many touchdowns are we at? 13, 13. Right? 13, Patrick Mahomes. I'm just throwing that out there. 13. But a lot of the success definitely has to go to the O-line in Kansas City. Their O-line is not making mistakes. They were not making mistakes against pass rush. They're making it happen on the the running attack. I mean, their line is like top of the line here. Uh, I don't know. Did we see that coming, really? Their line performing this well? I didn't, I didn't well? expect I, them doing good. They're, they were about average in our books, but they are performing well. Patrick Mahomes is obviously succeeding because of it. And that's that's really that there. Moving on, Green Bay in Green Washington Bay crumbled a little bit. Seventeen to thirteen, Washington. Thirty-one. 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 Seventeen. I mixed that up. Thirty-one. Seventeen. Washington wins at home. AB. Adrian Peterson. AB. AP. All day. All day. All day. Paul all Richardson. Day. All day. Alex Smith. <laughs> all day. Um, somewhat all day. I mean, somewhat, until I mean, until they're an interception. Day. Most day. Most of the day. AP had two touchdowns. Seventh, seventh, like, and t- seventh in TDs. AP had a day and a half. He had like yeah. twenty-seven in DraftKings leagues. Did he? Uh, well, he I'm trying to think points. of the yards. I want to I mean, say hey, it was he, at least 120 yards. Yeah, he, he, he had a game for that, and he's he's fifth in the league right now in rushing. I wouldn't have yeah, ever expected him. Wouldn't have expected Especially him to be there. Especially after the year he had last year, kind of struggling on multiple teams last Looked year. Looked like he was just going to retire. Like it, yeah, from the it sunset. was over for his career. Washington, he goes there and boom. It's the system he needed to be in. Chris Thompson helps him out a little bit. Chris Thompson was a little quiet this game because AP was like taking AP everything. Took the ball. Um, Alex Smith, just like we said, looks good. Paul Richardson looked better. Um, Geronimo Allison. He had a great like long touchdown. This is yeah. Yeah, the commentary was just like, this, this, oh, Geronimo yeah. Allison's wide open. Oh, Geronimo. <laughs> Geronimo Allison. Becoming one of Aaron Rodgers' favorite targets, yeah, Randall with Cobb, Jordy Nelson gone. Mike, not Mike Adams, Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. And you have Geronimo Allison. Yeah, and uh, Mo Wilkerson possibly out for the season with a, a broken rough. ankle. That's a little bit rough. It's a little. It's it's sad. And we were talking about this earlier. Clay Matthews again. Will he go a week without being flagged for pass? What is that? What is that called? I can't think roughing of it. the passer. Roughing the passer. We'll see. I mean, he's he's still putting out a I mean, show out there, but he has to be a lot more careful than he's been in the past. The rumor mill right now, apparently the Packers aren't going to resign Clay, Clay Matthews. Really? Yeah, so Clay Matthews is going to play lights out for you know the next 13 weeks that the Packers have. That's Maybe the, season, the playoffs huh? if they make it. Maybe the end of his career in, in, in Green, uh, Bay. Green Bay. Interesting. Uh, that one is interesting. I mean, they obviously have the money to, to sign him. Yeah, but, but hey, bring in the we'll younger see. talent. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe you need that veteran though. Moving on though, New York to Giants Houston. win their first game. First game of the season. Yeah. Yep. In Houston, twenty-seven to twenty-two. 
talk a little bit about this one? Yeah, so before the game, Brandon Flowers was benched because he sucks. I mean, I'm sorry, Giants. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Giant fans. But like, if you no, if, don't even be sorry. I mean, they, I mean I've hey, heard if, that if from they fans. if they say, "Hey, he doesn't suck," then like, "Hey, you clearly do not watch football, and you just watch a potato." <laughs> and then their mindset: "Hey, let's start an undrafted rookie who's just gonna have to go against JJ Watt." And JJ Watt ate <laughs> Eli Manning up, strip yeah. sack. Yeah, JJ Watt. Houston, I believe, recovered that one. JJ Watt actually got his first sack in a little bit, actually. I mean, since last season. It's been a season. while, yeah. Um, Saquon, again, looks phenomenal. Saquon Barkley, top, Make plays. top pick this year. Just doing work, doing what he needed to be for the Giants. And once again, with no help from the O-line, that's the constant theme of the Giants right now. The O-line is not good. Worst in the league. I'm confident in saying that at this point. Eli's struggling because of it. You have a hurt Saquon center. could have a 2,000-yard season, I'm sure of it, if the O-line was anything better than what it is now. Even a center block is better than what they have. It's looking it like bad. the Seattle offensive line. A wall, yeah. I mean, it is not good for the O-line. Eli. Eli actually looked yeah, kind of good like for the first time since I I don't know. Since since. I don't know, it's whenever he picked almost, up a football, I, I don't even know if he was good then. Um, <laughs> Burn. Two Super Bowls might argue with you on that one. Uh, Not that I liked those two Super Bowls. Nah. But. Looking at the Texans, Davenport, I believe he's the right tackle, had four false starts called on him. And I can already know he's not going to have a job. Yeah, it's coming, Davenport coming next week. Come on, man. Good. I mean, that you're not helping your team in any way, shape, or form. Deshaun Watson, to me, I'm not convinced on his ability yet. He put in some yards. He did a little bit of work here. But once again, he did not win them this game. It's the third time he hasn't won them this game. We'll see going into next week. Maybe he's he's starting to pick it up. He's better than he looked the first two weeks, but he's not there yet. People were saying that Deshaun Watson might be the next thing when it comes to quarterbacks for the next amount of years. I mean, last year I, he showed it. He showed it I don't it last see that. Year. I wasn't convinced last year. I'm not convinced this year. I need more from Deshaun Watson if he wants to be that next thing. Will Fuller also looking very good. I don't know why I wrote what's Davenport, there. Davenport, I don't know I don't why. Know. I, don't, I, don't I wasn't even... paying attention, I guess. That's interesting. Oh. But either way, we're done with that game. Moving on. Buffalo. Oh, at oh Minnesota, the upset. All, what is the, happening? The upset of the week. The upset if you, of if, maybe the year. If you put money on Buffalo winning this game, you probably are thousands of You're dollars rich. richer. You're rich. 17-point favorite Vikings don't even cover the spread. It, it's First of all, Josh Allen. I was impressed this week. I was actually Air Allen, impressed. Trade Air market, Allen. book it, make some Nike shoes, make the Jordans, I don't know, Air the Allens. Allens. <laughs> Gira- they're like giraffe shoes, I guess, because he's a giraffe. <laughs> he hurdled the guy. This guy he, is not afraid to run the ball. And that guy. Two rush touchdowns. This guy, he exploited this dude the I whole mean, game. Anthony Barr was exploited. Anthony Barr was, was not having it. Part by Josh Allen the whole entire game, and most importantly, when Josh Allen jumped over a human being to continue a run. I mean, come on, this guy. Who knew? This guy's bring the Bills to a level that they weren't at week one. That's for 
Sure. He's reviving this team. He is reviving this bit. team. I can't even say that he's reviving this team because last year they did well with Tarad. I mean, but he's reviving what... For the future, he's reviving their future. He's, that re- is he's reviving sure. what Tarad left. Yeah. Um, the Bills' defense was causing mayhem, causing a lot yeah. of fumbles, turnovers, and all that. They were. They were just looking good. Kirk fumbled twice. I mean, Kirk, Kirk had an off game. Kirk had There's an no off game, but he still went 40 of... 40 of 55 for 72 percent completion rate. But what didn't he do? He didn't, he didn't even he, score a touchdown. I mean, he did score. He did throw a touchdown. Did he? Is that how yeah. they got the six points? Yeah. I don't I mean, even remember it because the Bills were too. This dominated. game wasn't even like shown that much. No, it wasn't because it was a blowout for pretty much the whole game. Minnesota didn't even score. Did he throw that touchdown in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Minnesota was being blown out for a while. I mean, in Minnesota too. That is rough. That's brutal. Ivory, looking good in replace of, of McCoy. McCoy as well. How yeah. long is McCoy out? What's what's I, our it timeline was here? Minim- it was literally the maximum of a week. He should be back okay, this so week. So he should be back this week. That's good for the Bills Mafia. Looking forward to their season now that Josh Allen is kind of putting on a show after last week. So that's interesting. Now uh, we're going to moving on Jacksonville. This was the for the brand Pat McAfee. To be the honest, Pat McAfee though, game. This was a boring game. It was, was a bo- it was very defensive. Game. No one could score unless it was a field goal. Yeah, this was a little bit rough watching this game. Um, really, there was no notes of it. I mean, <laughs> I, I wrote, I there wrote was a field goal. There was a field goal. There was a field goal. Well, and there was another field goal. Come I on. mean, I wrote. I saw a blue man in the end zone at one seventeen in the first quarter. If you go back, you'll see that it was just a guy in all blue. Was he like a fan? I want to. I hope he was a fan. I hope he just doesn't like. You know what? I just want to color myself blue today and just you know get out like there. Like a cameraman or something. That's interesting. I that that might be the most interesting part of the game. Doug Marone honestly. iced uh, Ryan Suck up so he can say he sucked up, but it's that was pff, that, that was, was terrible. Okay, forget about it. And Kalias Campbell. Wait, wait. Wait, do we want to use one of these? Do we want to use one of these? I mean, those are those are just cheering things. That's not even worth no, it. No, I think there's one that lasts. <laughs> yeah! This has a soundboard. We didn't know if we'd use it, but I kind of wanted to try. I don't even know if you hear it, but let's. Well, I, it's going to be fun on the playback of this podcast. I hope they don't hear it. Aw. It was people laughing if you didn't hear it. Yeah, Calais Campbell, Calais Campbell, whatever you say his name. He had, you know, two sacks in that. He did pretty good. Now we're going to the 4 o'clock games. The Battle of L.A., Chargers, Rams, Rams winning 35-23. I, I had this being an upset, but that's all right. The first battle of L.A. since 1994. We weren't even bored. I don't think we even thought of yet. Well, that's kind of rough. We weren't conceived. Uh, produced. I don't know if you want to. Produced. <laughs> we just shut we up. We were not produced yet. Uh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> okay. We weren't made yet. All right. Uh, we the didn't first... live in this world last time. There was a battle of L.A. Um, Let's start out with this. Todd, oh, Todd Gurley. Dan, Dan, Dan Fouts this said is... an inspirational quote, and I had to write this down. <laughs> Todd Gurley's wait, looking wait. thick in the lower body. Can we do it? Can we do it again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I just, like, want to try it. Uh, Todd Gurley looking thick, thick in the lower body. I, I tried. Body. I don't know how Dan many C's. Fouts. I don't that's... know. That's top tier analytics. So, something I want to ask Dan Fouts. How many C's are you considering thick? Yeah. <laughs> Like extra thick? I mean, this guy's, this guy. First of all, Todd Gurley is as good as he is. We know that he's getting it done with his his legs, his, his thickness. Yes, thick lower body. Um, 
he puts on a show every every week. That's how that goes. Also, Melvin Gordon, he puts on a show every week. He's looking looked impressive every week of the season. He runs really well. He There's looks nothing like, yeah. more to say there. I mean, he's doing well. Mike Williams impressive. of the yeah, Mike Williams of the Chargers. He he had a couple of touchdown snags already this season. He had another yeah. one against the Rams. Yeah. He's slowly looking like that Clemson player that the Chargers drafted with the seventh pick last year. Mm. Uh, Malcolm Brown, the yeah. backup. I mean, he's looking good. Todd Gurley has, you know, he has a reliable backup if Todd Gurley ever goes down. Robert, Robert Woods, Woods had a oh, nice game. Had a day. Nice game. Like, I mean, he also, he took some end arounds, I believe. He was, he was Robert Woods, the all-around player. The Bills yeah. kind of messed up not resigning him. I mean, this, this part's brutal. Peters and Talib were hurt. Talib uh, today was just put on IR, so you're expecting Ooh. him to be out for at least. I eight mean, weeks. you're talking about your number Peters, one. Peters, I mean, I mean, it all depends on how Peters going to react if he's going to play. He may not play Sunday. That's a big hit as well. It is a big hit. Coming now you have Sam Shields now Kansas as City. the number one corner. Sam Shields. Throwback Thursday. Damn. Uh, uh, so that's that's that for the Rams defense. I mean, they're still the Rams defense. You can't. You can, you like the Rams defense, them. like you still have Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue. You have yeah, come on. Samson Abukum. Mark Barron. You still have a front seven that you Absolutely. know as long as they bring the pressure, the 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 defensive backs aren't gonna have to worry that much. No. Moving on. Chicago in Arizona. This Ari- was a close one, huh? Yeah, sh- yeah, Arizona looked really good early on. Chicago winning sixteen fourteen. The Cardinals looked amazing. David Johnson, Sam Bradford were getting it going on the offense. And then it kind of just crumbled. It crumbled a little bit. I mean, on the defense, um, Buda Baker. Um, the Cardinals Buda have a Baker. day. He had a he had a very good day. Also, one of the commentators said, "Byob, bring your own blocker." <laughs> Did they really? So I had to write this that down. Like I couldn't. Nice yeah. Dan Fouts I mean, hey, right? as it's not even Dan Fouts. I don't I even know, know who it was. Damn. Talking thick. We're talking Byob. I mean, hey, you have uh, Mitchell Trubitsky to Allen Robinson, MT to AR. Yeah, Allen Robinson, he's done well for himself this season so far. Um, Khalil Mack, once again, come on. One man defense, and then there's just these ten other guys that just I mean, think you they. You also defense. can't out Trevathan. Danny Trevathan, but you have Prince Amukamara, you have Eddie, Eddie like Jackson. No one in the entire league Adrian Amos. is Khalil Mack level. Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack's is just a on his own level in himself. Absolutely. We read the numbers earlier. I mean, there's no doubt about it. This guy's the real deal. This guy's top-tier defender. And I think he was in NFL released a thing saying, you know, the early MVP candidates, and Khalil Mack was in there. I mean, hey, as the he's been defender. playing, he, he deserves every chance have, did, of it. Have we had a last time a defender has made MVP? I mean, probably... Von Miller and Co. A lot of other people made MVP. I mean, not made MVP, but they I'm were in. But about they were in the made race. MVP. I mean, you're probably looking back at like the 80s and the 90s. You're looking. Yeah. You're if looking Khalil there. Khalil Mack were to win MVP this season. I mean, Khalil Mack's already going to win. How did John Gruden live with himself after that? I mean, that is crazy. How do Raiders fans live with themselves after? that? I mean, that? Raiders fans don't have to live with themselves because it's all John Gruden's fault. And they're not even going to be in Oakland. Uh, yeah, they're going to be moving to Vegas yeah. within the next two years. So, back to this game. Back Josh here. Rosen yep. made his surprising debut, although the Cardinals should have kept Sam Bradford in. I know Sam Bradford wasn't looking too hot, but you can't 
turn it over to Rosen if, you know, you're only down two points. It's not like you're getting blown out like 30 points. It's only a two-point game. And Rosen throws an interception within his first few passes. I think his second pass was picked off. And, you know, it's the rookie jitters. You can't say, oh, hey, Rosen sucks and all that. You know, it's it's just a learning development for every for every rookie that ever comes in the league. Also, was it wrong for Bradford to be benched? Do you think? I I think it might have been wrong. I mean, it's also a close game. But at this point, you're getting to the end of the game. I think it's almost pointless to give this guy that had no reps the rest or you know the entire game the ball just because it's getting closer to the end of the game. You know, I mean, it's cool. You know, we've seen quarterbacks come out like Josh Allen and and Baker Mayfield and make magic out of a game that is not going well for that team. But maybe not this game. Maybe not Josh Rosen. So, it is what it is. Hmm. Moving on. Dallas in Seattle. I mean, I didn't even write down the score. We didn't even it write down the score. Crawford had a rough in the passer, but, you know, it was an actual penalty. Earl Thomas had two interceptions, and he gave a nice little gentleman's dab in front of the Dallas bench. And what was weird about this, reports were coming out saying Dallas coaches told uh, Earl saying, hey, we can't wait to see you in uh, in Dallas this week. I don't think the trade's going to happen this week, but you never know when this could even happen. And just saying, Seattle won this game 14-13. to 14-13? 14 is wrong. 24-13. to 13. Even looking at the score, I can't say it right. 24-13, to 13, Seattle won this game. So that kind of tells you right then and there, Dallas was struggling a little bit. But the one person on Dallas that wasn't struggling, Tavon Austin, and um, Zeke wasn't. I mean, Zeke wasn't struggling, but Tavon Austin found the end zone. Yeah, Tavon Austin made that happen. Yes, Tavon Austin. After ever since he's been moved off the Rams, he's kind of been like this shifty running back guy. He's been looking really good so far. Seattle's Barcavius Mingo, the former Colt, he was eaten up. Dak, this Seattle defense was looking better than they did compared to weeks one and two, and Dak was not taking it at all. He no. has looked terrible this entire season so far. But once again, this O-line is not the Dallas O-line we know. It's not going to be the Dallas O-line of next season. Or even this probably is just a while. What do you mean? I mean, the Dallas offensive line is not... It's not what it was where it's like, Well, they oh, also hey. have all these injuries, and they, they have, have all these, these players that aren't playing. I mean, it's just not what Dallas's O-line is. You know, if they were all healthy and everything was all right there, Dallas's O-line might be dominant. But those key players are not in on that O-line, and the O-line is crumbling because of it. Also, Marty Schottenheimer is the offensive coordinator in Seattle. No wonder why they haven't been winning I ha- games. I haven't heard that line, that name in a while either. I mean, he was on the Rams and then kind of like faded away. Now he's and just resurrected. He yeah, apparently. Oh. Now we're going on to the Sunday night game. Dom, take it away. I didn't even want this. Moving no one on again to this game, this night game. New England in Detroit. Patricia plays Belichick. For the first time since he moved on as his into his head coach position, and 
outplayed the Patriots. To say the absolute least, he outplayed the Patriots. Tom Brady was under pressure for the entire game. There were tons of three and outs during this game for the Patriots. It was not okay. It was brutal. As a Patriots fan, this was brutal. As all you other fans, you might have enjoyed the Patriots maybe not looking good this season. I'm hoping it's not going to continue that way, obviously. Patriots, the Patriots are hoping it's not going to continue that way. But something needs to change here. Brady is throwing to guys that just aren't there. I, I I feel like Brady has not slowed down. I feel like... The rest of the team on offense is not where it needs to be. Philip Dorsett was not looking good this game. Not to me, at least. He's fast. He's got the speed. But that might be it. Because him and Brady are not connecting. Especially this game, him and Brady are not connecting. I believe it led to a Brady, a Brady interception as well. Just because Philip and Brady are not connecting at all. Stafford looked better than Brady during that game. I mean... That's, I don't know if I've ever seen that before, honestly. Uh, Marvin Jones also looked good for Detroit. But once again, really the story of this game was Detroit actually looked really good and the Patriots did not look good. I mean, that's, that's, that's what that is. There's nothing more to really say about that. We're hoping, I'm hoping that next week is something different. Going to Miami, who's now 3-0. and Hopefully that's just a fluke, and the Patriots play Miami well, as they have the last few seasons. Now we're going into Tampa Bay. This was a good game. This I mean, was it fun. was terrible first half. Yeah, but it was close, at least. It ended close. Well, yeah. Fitz Tragic was the first half, and Fitz Magic was the second half. Yeah. Vance McDonald murdered a guy. What? <laughs> Tell me about this. Uh, it was the uh, all that Big Ben did was just throw over the middle of Vance McDonald, and he just stiff armed Chris Conti, and Chris Conti tore his PCL on his knee from the stiff no, arm. No, he didn't. Yes, yeah, so I did he's not a, know. Yeah, that. he got put on IR. No way. Yeah, so Vance McDonald oh, killed a guy, and what whoever number ninety seven was was just arm. like, oh my lord, what a stiff arm! I didn't even. I saw the stiff arm. I mean, if you have a chance, look at the McDonald stiff arm in that game. It is brutal. But oh, he took the guy out of the year. Not the year. I think just for like the next eight weeks. That's decent. Eight weeks. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, wow. Antonio Brown. Had a nice touchdown. Antonio Brown. Come on. He is. That's him. Mike, Mike Evans, Evans and Godwin both touchdowns. had two touch. Both had a touchdown each. That's them. Fitz Magic. This is crazy. The first player in NFL history to have three consecutive 400-yard games. Not even Drew Brees, Peyton Manning. Tom Brady doesn't really throw for 400 yards that often. He throws for, you know, like 350. But it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. The dude has seven kids, and he's having another one in January. And the question goes, has Fitzmagic won the starting job? I don't even know. I really don't. I drafted Jameis Winston in our fantasy league. Our fantasy league isn't, like, the starting roster that you put up isn't that small. So we have the availability to draft these, like, guys that are suspended and hope for something later in the season. I was hoping maybe I could trade him or something like this. But it's gotten to a point where I am just going to drop him because at 
what do you do? Is Fitz Magic playing the rest of the season? Has he won the starting job? Or are they going to throw it back to last year and give it to Winston? Because with Fitz Magic breaking a record like this, three consecutive 400-yard games, how do you not keep that? Who knows? Maybe we could see another week with 400 yards if he stays as a starter. I mean, what do you think? Fitzmagic has won the job. I mean, Fitzmagic has already won the hearts of Tampa Bay. But as a Jet fan, do not let your hearts conceive you that much. I probably used the wrong wording there, but I don't care. (laughs) I used the wrong wording there, but do not get played. Deceive you? Dece- I said conceive. Yes, conceive. <laughs> your hearts will not conceive you. Don't let your hearts deceive you because You're gonna conceive this is them. a cycle usually that Will likes to talk about. Uh, the is- cycle will continue. Which means what happens for the rest of the season for Fitz. He's going to play well. He's going to look good. Maybe the Buccaneers even make a playoff spot. And then... Oh, they're not, then they're going to sign Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then they're going to, and then he's just going to suck, and then they're going to cut him, and then that's literally, and then he'll go to a team and do it all oh, over again, over maybe again. better than this. It seems like he almost gets better every time he runs through the cycle. Huh. Now that we have gone through each of those sixteen games, now we're going on to our preview games. This one's a long one. Look at us. Uh, we're, like, we're already at an hour. We're talking right now. Yeah, we're Jeez. talking. We're at an hour. We still haven't even predicted Thank these you games. being an hour. If you're still with for us, listening Thank for an you. hour. Jeez. Moving on. This is the fun part. The, our predictions. Predictions for next week. We are tied. This is competitive. It's teams. only week four. Yeah. Teams on the bye week right now are the Panthers and the Redskins. I believe. Yes, I have them. I have it written right below it. Yep. Yep. Washington and Carolina are on their bye weeks, which is... I'm kind of disappointed about that. Because it's early bye weeks. They Carolina suck. is fun to watch, and Washington right now is kind of fun to watch, but it is what it is. So Moving now we're going to the starting Thursday, with Thursday, Thursday night, night game. We're going to be watching a live from B-Dubs. B-Dubs, Buffalo Wild Wings. We both from Buffalo Wild Wings have the Rams. This is not like a Buffalo Wild Wings ad. <laughs> I don't know why. We've Wings, so beer, much. sports. Or any Rams drink you, or if you're not a fan of beer, hard liquor with some soda, I don't know. <laughs> Rams are or winning this game liquor. between me and Will. We both believe that. Rams defense is too dominant. I think that even, even with the short Peters week and how and obliterated Peter. the Vikings have gotten, the Vikings are not. You're not. You're win. saying they're not bouncing back. The Vikings are not bouncing back. You got to wait till week. week I thought five. about this. I thought about this. I thought maybe the Vikings would bounce back and give the Rams. Their first loss, maybe their only loss of the season, maybe. But I picked the Rams. You can't bet against the Rams right now at all. Todd Gurley, you cannot bet against him. Jared Goff, he's doing well. The entire defense, you can't bet against. So it's just cut and dry Rams winning that game on Thursday night at Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings beer sports. Moving on, Philadelphia in Tennessee. What do you got, Will? I'm picking Tennessee. I'm going with a little upset here. Tennessee's coming off of an impressive an impressive win. They've beaten the Jaguars the last few seasons. Like they're the best defense in the AFC and they just go in and just beat them. Although it's just field goals, you're going against a Philly team and it's probably gonna be better weather and all that. I'm just going with Marcus Mariota, who should be starting this week, even though he still has some like nerve damage it wasn't in last his arm. Week. We didn't even talk about that oh, because of how boring that game was. It was a boring Jeez. game. Well, just so you know, in the past week, because we didn't talk about it before, 
Blaine Gabbard got completely and utterly killed, destroyed. I have a gravestone. I didn't even watch it, and I just heard it from everywhere that Blaine Gabbard almost died. I mean, apparently, on the field. I mean, the guy got wrecked, and uh, what's his name? Marietta. Marietta had to come in and take over, and he did so. So it looks like he is the starter. I still have Philadelphia doing it. Tennessee is just not a certain decision. Philadelphia also had some quarterback, you know, trouble fo- controversy. Not, not even really. controversy. Just, just like fumbling, bad, I guess. bad quarterback like play. On, well, not even bad. I mean, just like with who's starting, but now it's stable. It's a stable team. Jay's J Train and Darren Sproles is they're supposed to be playing, and it's back to the team that they're supposed to be. And I have that team, that Philadelphia team, beating Tennessee when Tennessee is not a very stable team at the moment. So moving on, the New York, I almost said New Jersey. I don't know why. I mean, they are New Jersey. They basically are. The Jersey slash New York York Jets in Jacksonville. This is kind of cut and dry Jacksonville. Jacksonville will just win because Jacksonville is the better team. The Jets are not looking too hot, even though they did the – do have 10 days away from, you know, playing them. I just don't see I don't see the Jets doing it. Jacksonville's just the better team in every position right now. And, you know, this is just a Jacksonville game coming right from a Jets fan's mouth. I so know. I that's that. I have nothing to say other than Jacksonville is winning that game. Moving on. Miami in uh, the in part is important in New England. Because we know that New England wins games at home. And that is my reason for taking New England. I mean, it's not my only reason I think they're winning against Miami. I think Miami's first three weeks were a fluke. I have New England winning in New England. Take us away, William. I mean, even having to play from behind, the Dolphins looked very good last week. And I just feel... I feel that the Dolphins could go in, upset New England, and drop New England to one and three. Not even, you know, like a lower lower than that. New England hasn't been playing good at all since week one, and you're going against yet another good defense that really hasn't struggled as of late. So my pick right here is Miami. All right, moving on. We're gonna on. be looking at Houston in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. We both have Houston. Houston. And I just have them basically because they lost last week and they lost the first three weeks. Actually, they're going to be on. And the I have Deshaun. Tour. Yeah, I have Deshaun actually winning this game for his team. He's come short. Literally, him has come short all three weeks. He's looked better each and every week, and he's going to look good enough this week to beat an average Indianapolis. What do you have? I mean, you have Houston, I mean, obviously. Still, but why? Houston, Houston, like JJ Watch is going to eat Andrew Luck alive. That defense is going to be going on a rampage tour. My pick yeah. here is Houston. That's that. Buffalo in Green Bay. We both have Green Bay. I guess we're both not convinced Buffalo is the team they were last week. Nah, I, I'm not convinced. I, I have Josh Allen playing well. You can't beat Green Bay in Green Bay. Yeah, but Green Bay is still Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is going to get better every week from his injury from week one. Which we kind of noticed a little bit. You know, he was still kind of a little bit hurt last week. 
still, you know, it was, it was maybe he's still he's still going to be a hurt bit, a little bit. But again, each and every week's just going to be better for him. And we're not convinced on Buffalo being what they were last week, even though they beat a top tier team like Minnesota. Green Bay's still in Green Bay, and that's that. Uh, moving on, Detroit in Dallas. Tell us why you have who you have. Detroit's going to win only because they're going to be on the hype train after beating Thomas the Tank Engine Brady. Yes, I do call him that. And Detroit's just playing. I've never called him this once, though. <laughs> I've heard him say Thomas. The- this is the first time I've ever heard him say Thomas the Tank Engine Brady. <laughs> I, uh, it's, um, I like it. I kind of like it a little bit. All right, whatever. Keep doing your freaking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Detroit just better in every position than what Dallas is, except running back. But Detroit's just going to go in there, and they're just going to do their thing. They're going to go to 2-2. Two and two. Matt Patricia's going to get another win, his first win on the road. And I'm I'm convinced that Dallas isn't what we saw the first two te- first two seasons of Dak Prescott and Zeke. So my my pick here is Detroit. I have Dallas because I don't think Detroit's gonna get it done against Dallas. I have Zeke running well in this game again. He is a top five rusher right now in the league, statistically this season so far and ability wise. I think he doesn't need an O line to do well. He'll do better with no line, obviously, but without the O-line, he'll be good enough to beat Detroit almost on his own. Dak, I feel like, is going to have a little bit of a bounce-back week against Detroit, and Detroit's going to fall short in this game. Moving on, Tampa Bay in Chicago. What do you got? Uh, Ryan Fitzmagic's just going to come out again and do what he did. He's going to upset Chicago, even though Chicago's first place right now in the NFC North, and you're going to be, you're going to be looking at Tampa Bay just doing doing work. Although Chicago can have a good game, but my heart just feels that Tampa Bay is just going to whoop some booty. I have Khalil Mack giving Fitz Magic a little bit of some Fitz Tragic. I have Kalomak almost single-handedly hurting Fitzmagic's game to a point where Tampa Bay won't be able to get it done against Chicago. Uh, Chicago's offense still a little bit shaky, but I think Trubisky is going to get it done enough to beat the Tampa Bay team. This is a hard pick to choose between these two teams with Chicago having the reputation on defense that they have right now. I believe that's going to hold true and they're going to win. Cincinnati in Atlanta. Although Cincinnati has been doing so well, we both have picked Atlanta. I have Atlanta just because they're too good for Cincinnati right now. Cincinnati is not stopping the duo of Ridley and Julio. Alabamians. Alabamians. If that's that's how you say that. That lingo. That lingo. Even though Atlanta is hurting on defense, Andy Dalton threw four picks last week. I think he's bound to throw some more this week. Why are you picking Atlanta? I mean, Atlanta's just the better team. If A.J. Green's not playing against Atlanta, do not expect the Bengals to do much on offense, although Tyler Boyd, John Ross is still they're still producing stuff. I don't I just do not see the Bengals doing much damage as the Falcons offense could do damage against that Bengals defense. Fair enough. 
and Seattle in Arizona. This is maybe the first week we're looking at Arizona possibly winning a game. Are they starting Josh Rosen for Josh sure? Josh Rosen's for sure starting. That's right. So this is going to be new again for Arizona. Why do you have Arizona? Josh Allen's going to come. Josh Allen. Josh, Josh Rosen. Allen. Josh Rosen is going to come out and he's going to upset. He's just going to come out and upset the Seattle defense that was known as the Legion of Boom, even though it's. Ooh, I forgot. I forgot the name that Jake Legion gave of was it Doom? No, that's what they're called. Legion of. Oh, uh, give me one second. What Cover for Jake me. Jake, call it our friend Jake, our Philly friend Jake, the Legion of Gloom. That's the what Legion it was. Of the Gloom. Legion of Gloom. Because it's a sad day there. Because all the bandwagon the fans are going to be leaving. And all the players basically have left retirement and other teams. And Earl Thomas is the last one there and maybe leaving soon. So now, that's that. I mean, for the Legion of Gloom. You keep talking. Yeah, Arizona's just going... Arizona's going to upset Seattle. Arizona always, for some reason, plays well against Seattle, and I feel like that tradition's just going to continue this week. So my pick right here is Arizona. Fair enough. I have Seattle beating Arizona. It's Josh Rosen's first start. I don't think he's going to come out swinging. I think he's going to start slow. Slow enough for Seattle to take advantage, do well on defense and offense. Yes, offense, and win them that game. It's honestly, to me, really matters on how well David Johnson does. But right now, I have Seattle winning that game. Moving on, this one is a fun one. This is a tough game to pick. This one's a fun one because we want both teams to win at this point. Cleveland in Oakland. In Oakland this time as well. In the black hole, dark hole. In the dark black hole. We both have Cleveland, though. It is a hard pick. I agree. But we both have Cleveland. I have Cleveland simply because Cleveland's defense is kind of making it happen every week. They almost stopped Breeze if their cooker could do well. First week against Pittsburgh, they really held Pittsburgh. Ward did his thing, came out swinging as a rookie. And I have them stopping Oakland. Carson or Carson Palmer. Oh my. Why did I say that? I mean, speaking of Derek that, Carr. I think Joe's he's getting stopped. Again. I think I think he's getting stopped, Derek Carr, by this Cleveland. Baker defense. Mayfield's just gonna come out and upset people for Oakland. I mean, Cleveland's going to win again, and yeah. I don't know what Cleveland's gonna do. I think they're gonna have a Super Bowl parade probably the next day. I mean, they're not at home this time, but still, they're gonna have two wins in a season. So that that part that part's kind of nice, good for them to hear. Hopefully, according to us. Uh, moving on, New Orleans in New York mm, against the Giants. We both have New Orleans winning. I think for obvious reasons. Since offense is too powerful for the Giants' defense to even contemplate retaining. Yeah. At all, you have Kamara. If you stop the run game, you still got to stop the pass game. You have Ted Ginn. You have Michael Thomas. You have Coleman. You have so many weapons in New Orleans that you're not going to stop this team unless you legit have a bounty gate. <laughs> I have, I mean, first of all, New Orleans has played their games very close to their opponents the past three weeks. I think this is going to have some separation in it. I think New Orleans is going to more than beat the Giants. 
in New York, well, really in New Jersey. And I just, come on, Camara, Ginn, Michael Thomas, Breeze, they're not stopping. And if someone's going to stop them, it's certainly not going to be the Giants. They're just straight up going to outdo the Giants this whole game. San Fran in what we wish was still San Diego just because. It is San Diego. I just imagine it as yeah, Qualcomm. I don't know why. But in L.A. against the Chargers, we both have the Chargers. Remember, Jimmy G is out. If Jimmy G was playing, this would probably be a San Fran when, victory. Yeah, I would have at least way closer than how we both see this game now. It's just the Chargers winning this game. The Straight Chargers are going to be going on a revenge from last week. They're going to be what two and two on the season. I mean, that's what I they're going to so. be. Two and two. That's what I just feel that they could be looking at is a nice two and two Chargers team. Yeah, and San Francisco is going to fall again. All unfortunately, right. moving on. Baltimore Sunday night in game. Pittsburgh rivalry. Here we go. What do you have? The Steelers are not going to stop Buck Allen, Alex Collins. They're not going to be stopping Crabtree, Sneed, John Brown. I don't think they're going to stop them at all. Baltimore is going to upset. Not, it's not even an upset. It's just going to be like. At this point in the season, no, it's not an upset. I just say Baltimore is just going to play better than Pittsburgh, and Baltimore is going to come out victorious. Fair enough. I have Pittsburgh winning. I think Pittsburgh's going to kind of pick it up this game a little bit, and they're going to have a decent game. I think Big Ben's going to have. What maybe might be 400 yards and have a vintage Big Ben game and play well in Pittsburgh and put on a show for the fans. Kansas City in Denver. Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> we didn't. We, that wasn't even designed there. We both said Patrick Mahomes. Come on, Pat. That's, that is my only reason for Kansas City winning is Patrick Mahomes. I got nothing else for that game. I don't have anything else that's either. Patrick Mahomes. Done. That's, that's it for stuff. the podcast. Yeah? Yeah, I feel that's like it. that's it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, hey. I mean, that's it for our predictions and everything. We're tied right now. I'm hoping to just beat Will for the rest of the season. He still hasn't had a lead on me, so hopefully he's looking for that lead, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for listening. Yep. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. This was a long podcast. We are for, for the fan. Well, this was follow the longest us. one yet. Yeah. Yeah, Email. follow us. Absolutely. Email us with any questions, comments, concerns, proclamations, declarations. Correlations, Constitutions, um, anything complications, else? Complications, compromises, amendments, imp- I, yeah. whatever. Asians. We are for the fan at gmail.com. And that's really that's all we that's got. It. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week. Woo!